And as we prepare for these holiday, the holiday seasons, I say to you in, in the traditional greeting, seasons greetings, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you so much for staying with me and locked in one more time here at WHGE 95.3 FM. I am Rochelle Wilson for Make Some Intelligent Noise, the justice movement. And we've got a lot to talk about. Uh, so please stay with me. We're going to talk about uh, Gaza. We're going to talk about hostages. We're definitely going to talk about Congress and who's gotten kicked out of Congress. But I want to start today's broadcast, ladies and gentlemen, with your friend and mine, Mr. Steve Washington. Steve Washington, uh, he has some information for us about the Brandywine School District. Uh, he says that there is implicit and explicit bias. And so we want to talk to Steve. So let's welcome Steve here to WHGE. Peace and grace, Steve. How are you? Good afternoon. I'm well. How about yourself? I am doing very well. Uh, I'm not sure that I'm getting the strongest audio that I like. Uh, perhaps I should call you in on my other line and there I could get a stronger uh, a stronger voice from you. So that I've got you right up to the microphone, though, Steve. Uh, let's try that. Would you mind terribly if I did that? That's fine. All right. Let me call you on the other line, please. Excellent. So we're just going to give Steve a call and let him tell us what is going on. Uh, and is there reason for us to be concerned? Should we be concerned about implicit or explicit bias at the Brandywine School District? All right, Steve, there you go. And you sound so much, so much clear. Thank you so much. So, Steve, tell us a little bit about what's going on. Uh, I know that you are comrades or were comrades with the Brandywine School District. What happened? Uh, explain comrades. <laughs> uh, I thought you had a nice working professional uh, relationship with the Brandywine School District. Uh, I would believe so. Anytime you retired, you must, you know, you must have done something well. Okay. So what is it that's going on? You you were working with them, uh, and it was a pretty decent relationship for whatever purpose, professionally. And then something happened. What well, happened? Recently, and now, let me let me share uh, subjectivity and perception. What it is what things are based upon. So no one's wrong. How they think, feel, or what they say. You know. But if it's not for you, it's not for you. But at any rate. Um, I retired from Brandywine School District, um, and, and and the community community in which I live, I came back to work as a substitute through Kelly's temporary service to impact positively the uh, that environment uh, at PS Dupont Middle School. Yes, um, I'm, special, I'm still special education certified, and uh, a lot of students there, you know. Uh, have some type of disabilities uh, here and there, okay? Uh, so what I'm there for was to really impact them and keep them motivated and help them, you know, to stay in school. 
to feel comfortable to show them love. Kids don't really uh, care how much you know. They really know how much you care. And right. That was happening with me. But then some other things happened that I had no idea about. And I was no longer able to work uh, at PS through Kelly's, nor could I work at any school in the district. Did you hear the, did you hear the tape or did you play it? So they they basically accused you of being uh, in some way inappropriate as a professional with the students as a high school teacher, uh, and and that was that they defamed you in doing that because it's not a true statement. Right, accusations uh, that I didn't even know about. Mm -hmm. So I received a call from an email from Kelly saying that I'm not to return. Okay, but then they said some things about me. Um, which um, I still have no idea about some things such as or some things that include um, comes to work and works for 20 minutes and asks a uh, staff about a paycheck or his paycheck uh, what else was it they also said or accused me of being in the classroom and not allowing the students to come in I was also accused of complaining about coming to work and not having to work so hard. So basically, basically they're saying that you're showing up, but you're not doing what's, what's being asked of you to do. And so therefore you're not, it's not working out. And they asked you not to come back. Because, I mean, it's certainly, you know, it's very understandable that we're all hired to do a job and it, we, we must show up and do the job that, uh, that that we're asked to do. But you were doing your job. I'm, I'm retired. I came back to help. You don't have to give me a list of things. To, uh, you know, you don't have to give me a list of reasons why you don't want me to come back. I'm a temporary service employee. You could just say, hey, your services are no longer needed. And that would have been it. So somebody, you know, there's a snake somewhere. And and, and, and it's sad because, it, it, you know, it's bad for our students, our kids, our children in the community. I wish you could play that segment, you know. Could you actually play it? I don't have it queued up right now. I do apologize for that. I've been kind of rushing around a little today. So I'm trying to get as much out of you as I possibly can uh, in order to inform the listeners. So I, I just want to kind of bring this home, Steve, um, in being fair to both Brandy Wine School District as well as allowing you a voice to tell us what's going on. Can you give us a reason why? You use the words implicit or explicit bias. Well, when you think about it, implicit bias means that a person really is unaware of their bias. And so you're That's saying that Brandywine School the district. district is not aware of their bias? I'm not saying the district. I'm not even, I don't even know who the person was. But when I speak in terms of implicit and explicit bias, someone out there is doing some explicitly bias about and saying these things about me and I have no idea who it is. So when it's, when it's explicit, they know what they're doing, but when it's implicit, they have no idea what they're doing. So where do you go from here, Steve? What's your next move? How are you going to deal with this? Well, right 
now what happens is that we just have to look, you know, and, and then be more intelligent and go to the school board meeting so that people will really know what's going on because they can really sugarcoat things and make it seem like there's no issue going on in the school district. I get it. But when you have a lot of black and brown administrators that are leaving the district, when you have a lot of black and brown teachers that are leaving the district, something's not right and it does not help our students. Okay. And, I'm not, and, and, and can I can I really uh, say who, who, what it is? I don't know. But I just know that we really need to zero in and pay attention to what's going on in the Brandywine School District how it impacts on you. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and it's a sad day when people talk about you and you don't even know who it is. Your principal didn't know who it was. Nobody knows who it is. It's unbelievable. So I'm at the point right now to find out what's going on. But you can't just shame my name because there's other things that I do. You know, and, and just trying to help people, this is what you get. Yeah. yeah. So, do I call it racism? No, I just call it implicit and explicitly biased because I can't prove racism. But what I can see, the, the data that supports the claim is that there are a lot of black and brown administrators that left Brandywine School that's now, is Brandywine, is the Brandywine School District, does that service our more uh, black and brown children, or does it service our more affluent children, or uh, who are we serving at the BSD? Well, let's think about it. These are public schools, so they're supposed to serve everyone. Um, and when I'm speaking in terms of black and brown, I just see, if you look at the violence that's happening in town, in our city and in our community, that has something to do with the education that we're receiving. It has to have something to do with not being included, but being excluded. It has to have something to do with people not feeling love. You know, it's chaotic and it's ridiculous. So it services every child and every child should learn and grow. But when you don't see that happening, and you see a lot of violence in our community, it stems from school because education is the field that impacts all fields. So I'm looking at this and I'm trying to make sense of it. Now, do I blame anyone? I don't know who it is. But what I do know, what I see, is that there are a lot of black and brown administrators and teachers that leave the district. And there's a lot of them that may stay. But there's a lot of black and brown students that are failing. There's some that are passing. So what are we going to do as a community? We have to go in and go to these school board meetings. We have to speak truth to power. That's right. That's and right. People don't know. I can tell you why I know because I operate in different spaces and see how they connect. Okay. We don't need to go into those spaces which I operate in, but I'm just talking about education in particular. Yes. So what happens is that we really have to see what's going on. But I did tell them something, and I'll say it again. I said, there is a snake in the administration. And I also said those asses that they kick when they rise be the same answers they kiss when they fall. Okay. <laughs> because that's what it is. And it's not fair to our children. We need to begin to go into the schools to see what's going on. And I'm not blaming administrators that look like me and you. I'm not blaming the ones that don't look like. But there is a state somewhere. 
and it's not helping our community. All you got to do is look and see what's going on. And then we have to really go into the schools and make a difference. We can't just talk about it. We have to be about it. How you going to have a black community and then black kids are failing? Yes. There's something wrong with this picture. There's something wrong from the top to the bottom. And education is king. And education is king. So if we can, listen, we can't change the heart until we fix it. Remember I talked about the greatest he is greater than he who is in the world? Right, right. And we talked about the he art, which spells H-E-A-R-T, heart. We talked about that. Yes. So if he's already in us, he's already skipping three things. The A-R-T is an acronym. In the acronym, the A is what? Ability, because we're able. You know, so we already have the ability. But we didn't know we had the ability until it was revealed to us through hearing. And what's the R? Resources? The R is the, the reveal, and it becomes a revelation. Okay, yes, yes. But the hardest thing to do is that keyword. That's the key, the, the, the test. You know, you pass the test, you move forward. But if you don't pass the test, that same test comes back differently yeah yeah i'll also add the uh for the letter t i'm gonna also put in their truth because that can be difficult as well sometimes that's the part of the test yeah because it tests your character we test your faith we test the truth so when somebody's gonna go behind your back and say these things that are not so good about you and you don't know there's a state somewhere especially when you're a certified educator have to be a black male with two degrees, not just a bachelor, but a master's, you know? So I'm saying, you don't get rid of a person like that from a temporary agency. I have talent and skills. Well, I, I surely believe, Steve, that, you know, you are indeed very talented. You are indeed extremely well equipped to do the job, sweetheart. And I have to say, I honestly believe that sometimes uh, obstacles or hurdles are thrown in our way simply to grow us to the next level. You know, they talked about Jesus uh, and said terrible lies about him. Uh, but he prevailed anyway. And I believe, Steve, that you too will prevail. Oh, because it's about the test. But it's also about being transparent. Yes, yes. And that's not happening. See, when you sleep and hide your head, your feet is show. And when you sleep and, 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 and when you sleep and hide, recover your feet, your head is show. So what I'm saying is you can run, but you can't hide. Okay. So that, something has to change. And our community really, really needs to begin to get involved with our community. Because if we can make a change in this heart, if we can fix the hearts, we can change the schools. But nobody's coming out to the schools. And we need people that's on that board black and brown people to speak truth to power okay so do you know when is the next board meeting perhaps i can um try to push okay. that it's once a month uh this last one was uh november 13th the last one i wish people would go on youtube and listen to it the one hour and 14 seconds go to that segment because it's sad and all you want to do really is help each other gotcha Gotcha. We got really, to key in on some things. And we, we really do have to come together as one people. I totally to agree. I'm, not, I'm sorry? I said I absolutely and totally agree. Yes, and, and, and get away from that slave mentality. You know, 
Yeah. That you that you pay me so you can tell me what to do. Or you can make me be quiet. Those folks that's making those six figures, they can't even talk because they're more worried or concerned about money than helping people. Money don't have any owners, only spenders. Right. So when they do that, it hurts our whole entire entire community. Who's this person? So this person should be in this in this in this, uh, in this No, we need to be more inclusive instead of exclusive. You can't exclude anyone, but you can include everyone. Yes, and that's what's happening. Black and brown people stand up, be I'm... who you are, and get along. Fix those hearts so they can change the society. It's crazy. Look at look at me something. You did speak in terms of some politics that's going on. How come all the politicians that look like you and I aren't coming together as one? Well, that's where difference of opinion comes in, Steve. People have difference of opinion. I said subjectivity and perception. That's right. That's right. But I just asked that question to put it in the air. Okay. Well, I certainly appreciate everything that you have said today. I know that the listeners appreciate it, uh, as well as my listeners on Spotify, and, and I'm streaming on six other six other platforms. So, you know, the message, the information is out, and I think what I take away from this today, and I pray that the listeners will take, uh, is unity. There is power and strength in us coming together, and we need to show up and speak up and our Brandywine and all of our school districts here uh, in the state of, of Delaware. So uh, I can't thank you enough for your comments today and for joining us and sharing this knowledge and information. If somebody wanted to get in touch with you, uh, maybe to uh, just form a group or an alliance, how would one do that? It's easy. Google me. <laughs> All right, Google you, Steve Washington. Why did I say that? Why did I say Google? You know, you can go on Facebook and see who I am. People know who I am, pretty much. So, okay. I, well, not everyone, but look me up. Look up Stephen Washington and see what I'm about. All right. Right there. Go on LinkedIn. You know, you can go on any any, any place. LinkedIn, Facebook. Uh, uh, what's the other one called? All right, Steve. Well, that's our time for today, but I will certainly make sure that I lead people in your direction. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. That's Steve Washington uh, telling us the 411 on the Brandywine School District. Peace and grace, Steve. Thank you. Yes, we should chat. Bye now. Peace. All right. So that's what's happening. Uh, implicit or explicit biasism. Bias. You know, uh, it's not a very nice thing, but as he stated, you, it's hard to prove racism. We can't prove racism. You know what I mean? Uh, or, or can we? Can we? So. So, as I was saying, I am so thankful to be in your presence once again. Uh, there's no way that I can thank you enough for allowing me into your space for this particular time. Uh, you know, so as we just spoke with Steve Washington about those two words, implicit or explicit 
uh, bias or racism, you know, it's very difficult to prove. Uh, perhaps maybe now things are getting a little stronger in our school system where we can do that. Uh, you know, but I think as parents, it is important if you have young children or any child in any school district, it is very important that you stay up on that, that you go to the meetings, uh, make yourself available to talk with the teachers, make yourself available uh, to, to, to talk and, and, and engage your child. Find out what is going on at the school. Is there racism or bias uh, a particular type of bias that's taking place in your child's school with administration uh, or teachers or any of the other students even. So, you know, just, just make sure that you are connecting with your children and that you are staying locked in to what's going on in their school's in regards to their education and their well-being. Uh, I think it's paramount. And if we did that more often, perhaps our children would be less bullied, uh, less trauma-informed, and perhaps uh, we, we wouldn't have as much violence as we have seen. You know, there's just been an upsurge in youth interacting violence uh, since the COVID pandemic, you know, it's just the new world order, right? Everything changed after March or January of 2020. And so COVID has definitely done us in on a lot of different levels. Uh, and again, I always will say that COVID had a lot to do with the population control. Remember, planet Earth can only hold safely about 10 billion people. And we're pretty much at that max. Uh, and yet people are having more and more babies. We're using more water, taking up more land and food and supplies and resources. And we are stretching Mother Earth thin. All right. Now she's a tough old gal. So she's, you know, she's doing her best to hang in there with us. But indeed, indeed, it is an absolute fact uh, that population uh, is very important about how we do that here on planet Earth. And so I believe COVID had a lot to do with the higher echelon of the people that the powers that be at the tables, right, deciding to release this COVID and control the population of people, of human beings. I also think that the war that's taking place and the wars that have been breaking out and taking place. I really think that has a lot to do with population control. Does that mean I, I think that there's not an issue between Russia and Ukraine uh, or, or Hamas and Israel? Uh, no, there's clearly, I believe there are some issues, right? But I also think that sometimes wars are started in order to control the population, the amount of human lives that are here on planet Earth. So it's, it's kind of a wacky, wonky way to think about things, but it is certainly worth giving at least thought. Is that a possibility to why some of these wars take place? Why all of a sudden does Russia decide that it wants the Ukrainian land uh, for this and that purpose and, and so forth? Uh, but at any rate, whatever the case may be, 
Ultimately, ladies and gentlemen, at the end of the day, for those of us who were parents, grandparents, aunties, uncles, you know, we genuinely and sincerely love and care about our children, our youth. You know, we've got to get involved and stay connected with what is happening in their educational process in these schools to make sure that they're not experiencing uh, racism and bias by teachers and administration. Uh, and I can speak personally to that on so many different levels, you know. Uh, you've got two kids of different nationalities. They both commit the exact same offense, uh, but one kid of one nationality gets to walk away uh, and go home without any trouble, uh, maybe a verbal warning or reprimand, uh, while the other child is suspended from school, right? Uh, or expelled even from school. So, there is racism in America. It's still alive and well. Uh, typically, I like to think or, or I do believe in my mind, it is our old gray haired, uh, you know, Caucasian men who are the, the forces that believe they are entitled to something here across these American lands. It's a mentality, an attitude, a spiritual belief they have that they're entitled to this or that or that or this. And so things typically work out uh, in that way until someone pulls their bootstraps, as Steve Washington has done today, in sharing the information with us about the Brandywine School District Administration. So uh, just moving on from there, in closing, because I'm not going to hold you for a long time, this was a special report today. I just needed to make sure that we got that information out there uh, and that we let the message be known. Again, Steve Washington is telling us, and something I've been saying uh, forever and a day, you know, there is power in our unity. When we come together as a group of people, we have a power that is undeniable, unmistakable. When we lift our voices, we will be heard. All right. I'm Rochelle Wilson here at WHGE 95.3 FM, your one and only black owned, black operated news information uh, and radio station education station here for the city of Wilmington, perhaps the state of Delaware and always on the World Wide Web. And in closing, I've got to tell you uh, shout outs to my dear friend TT Timeless Thomas, Deron Swan. 101 things that you need to know about jail. Uh, it, right, he has written that book, but he and I went out together in support of black owned businesses. We did a highlight not too long ago, a couple of days ago, we did that. And I just want to bring it home. I want to rally everyone together. Please support black owned businesses, whether it's restaurants, uh, produce spots, uh, whatever it is. If it is a black owned restaurant or a black owned business, you know, in so many ways, the, the chips are stacked against us. Remember, we are 274 years behind our slave owners, the masters who own the slaves. All right. 274 years of free 
labor. So they've got that advantage on us economically. So we have to come together, support one another, recreate our Black Wall Street, uh, and really just join and be strong and empowering to each other. That's where we find our power by empowering each other as a community. 274 years of economic advantage the slave masters have while we are the disadvantage and trying to catch up. All right. And it'll be our young people who will do that, who will actually catch up uh, and kind of level the playing field, balance it out uh, with the economics of today. All right. 274 years of disadvantage economically behind the slave owners that I just the more I say that the more I'm just shocked at that realization so when I say to you support black business it's because I think it's only fair to level the playing field all right so support black business ladies and gentlemen hit your drop squad kitchens uh your aunt bumpies uh lena and aunt bumpy soul food hit your uh your your produce spot on governor prince boulevard uh and do remember that as we move forward in this special time of year, this season's greetings, all right, the message is always the same. The message is always about love and common unity. Love and common unity. All right. Thank you so much, everyone. I'm Rochelle Wilson. Make some intelligent noise. The justice movement, your advocate, mother, journalist, and always, always someone who loves you tremendously. Until we meet again, may God bless you and take care of you. And I'll see you on the other side. Peace and grace.